This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the Clipsal 500, speak to the winner, Will Davison. I hope you stay with us. After two very interesting days racing, it was Will Davison who took out the Clipsal 500 for 2012. I caught up with him after the race. Yeah, thanks Craig. It's uh, uh, yeah, amazing feeling. Uh, first win with FPR at the Clipsal 500 with a 1-2 result. Um, doesn't get any better, to be honest, uh, particularly after the way we finished last year, the speed we had, but I had to go into the off-season <laughs> with no result, and uh, it's just I was so determined to uh, you know, pick up, pick off, uh, start, start off this year uh, in style, and uh, I had a pole here last year with no result, and knew I had the speed here, um, so it just feels really, really good to get one of these. I'm not sick of seconds and thirds, they're always good, but uh, I've had too many in the last few years, and I just wanted to get back on the top step, and it's great. You and your team this weekend have just really turned it round, haven't you? you it, everything, and I, Tim said to me, it was through the disappointing races in the middle of last year that these results and these results have now been set up because that's when the changes were made in how the team operates. Yeah, the team, you know, ever since uh, I went there, I was just, I was so impressed with, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, they'd been, had quick cars, they'd been known to make errors, but uh, they were very open-minded, Tim was very open-minded to improve structures, improve organisation, and just a great attitude, everyone in the team's got a great attitude, they really want to be there, they want to go racing, they want to win, so I love that enthusiasm, and uh, I knew we could put together a, a special team, I've got that feeling, um, Tim's, you know, put Teco in, he's, he's really improved the engineering structure um, you know and just the whole organisation so we're trying to minimise errors Um, the team's you know constantly pushing the development trying to improve in all areas and um, and you know we're just we're we're organised we're working well together and um, you know I think we're all on the same page and uh, we've got quick cars and now we seem to be putting all the other little pieces together. What do you do now to focus in on the Grand Prix to set you up for the next championship round? Um, just do what we've been doing. We're aware there's, uh, you know, we're, we're confident we've got a pretty consistent car. We're still aware there's probably a couple of circuits where uh, we may not be as strong as we'd like. Having said that, we still feel no matter where we go now, we're going to be pretty good. Um, but there's yeah, still a couple of areas and circuits we feel we need to improve. The Grand Prix will be a good test for us. That wasn't great for us last year. So uh, that type of circuit, um, you know, is is our focus at the moment. So the Grand Prix comes at a good time. But, um, you know, pretty much all conditions, all tyres, we feel we're going to be able to put together a pretty solid, consistent championship campaign. There's going to be circuit circuits where we're brilliant like this weekend. Well, your name's on the top of the leaderboard now, and we uh, look forward to seeing you, how you keep it there for the rest of the year. It's going to be a fun year. Look forward to it. Thanks. On Saturday, it was a barnstorming drive by series champion Jamie Wingcup, who started his title defence with the perfect drive. Um, you know, I, I just put it down to a, to a good car at the end of the day. I've got a fantastic team that all are really motivated and want to win, and we go out there and uh, compete as hard as we can. So I'm only one person of 48 that, uh, that it takes to get a fast car around a track, and um, I feel like I had one of my better days today. You're one person of 48, but you're the one person that is getting it around the track. And it seems like it doesn't matter what the rest of the 27 cars put in front of you, you know how to lift to that next level. Can you put through your mind how you can just click? 
Well, at, at the same time, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself either, you know. It's, it's going to be a long, hard year. Whenever, whenever cars stay the same for a, a period of time, it gets more competitive. So you just need a lot of things going right in, in motorsport to, uh, to get a win. And today, everything that needed to go right did go right, and it was a, a dream come true. Have you had an opportunity to think about where this race, a last lap pass, is going to get you? When you, you know, when you win races on the last lap, that's that's a special part of any racing career. You've had great battles, you've had great moments, but is the last lap pass the pinnacle? I think so. Yeah, if you were to paint a paint a or you know work out a story of what the ultimate race is it was somewhat exactly what happened you know had to stop uh more than most and uh you have great car speed and and get there right at the end it was um it was phenomenal i hope everyone that was here enjoyed it and uh as i say it was probably one of my best performances do you think you've still got another level to go in your own personal performance um, hey, who knows? You know, I always try to try to better myself. Um, you know, there's never you're never perfect, and uh, every athlete that uh, that's out there knows that they're just trying to find, they're trying to get to perfect, but you're never ever going to get there. But uh, you uh, attempt to go as close as you possibly can. How close do you think you were in race one at Clipsal? Oh, hey, who knows? You know, I, I'm I'm not saying you know I I did a great job or anything. I'm, all I'm quoting is uh you know there's always. There's always weaknesses, but today I did my strengths pretty good. So um, hopefully I can continue to learn, but today was a fantastic day. Well, I was taught when I started driving, you only have to beat the first or the next finisher. And that's exactly what you do time and time again. Yeah, no, thank you. No, it was a fantastic day and one I'll remember for a long time. Clipsal 500 was marred by a number of heavy incidents. We spoke to Jonathan Webb about his heavy crash with Greg Murphy. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I... uh... Physically not a drama, uh, emotionally yeah, pretty pretty shattered by the whole day but uh, I guess when you look at the overall performance of the team it's been a brilliant weekend yeah, we've come out strong, showed everyone what we can do uh, for a small little family operated team, I think Michael's done a brilliant job, We're, uh, I think he's walked out of here this weekend running 14th in the championship so again showing that he can, uh, he can run it with the best of them your car, what's it looking like now between now and, and when you go to Melbourne? Hey, are you going to be able to salvage this one, you think? Uh, we really don't know. I mean, we, uh, we'll get it back to work as quick as we can, get it stripped down and then evaluate where it's at and, and obviously what our options are going to the Grand Prix. There, is there an option you can step out of that race meeting or do you have to appear? Oh, I'm not even sure at the moment. Um, Again, it's something we need to weigh up, whether the cars can be ready, uh, if there is an option for us uh, not to turn up. But, uh, yeah, again, until we get back through the week, we don't really know. Obviously, uh, you came in knowing you had two cars. If something goes wrong, there's always a tight turnaround. Did you have a contingency plan? Can you get another 888 car for a loaner or anything like that? No, we didn't. We didn't have anything back up. And for the simple reason, the fact that these two cars are... uh, not really much use to us in 12 months time so I didn't want to have a third one that was going to be useful, useless to us but uh, we didn't quite think something like this was going to happen you know, one of the biggest accidents I've had in V8s was New Zealand last year and it was a weak turnaround and the thing was back to new so, uh, yeah, unfortunately it's a little bit worse than we've had before but again we'll, uh, we'll deal with it as best we can Well we're glad you're alright and uh, look forward to seeing you back on the track soon. Thank you James Courtney talked to us about having the hardest crash in his V8 supercar career. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's a bit of a shame. It, we had good speed 
same sort of speed as Garth all weekend and the uh, first qualifying session had electrical issue uh, so yeah we, we were 13th then in the race the engine blew turning into turn 8 um, and the guys worked all night putting unbelievable hours to get the car excuse me back um, back running um, then we had a tail shaft go or drive shaft a tail shaft yep, go this morning uh, on the first flyer so we missed out of qualifying and then uh, started last in the race and you know, we had really good car speed coming back through uh, matching the leaders' times, and, um, and then had another one that broke. So it's uh, yeah, incredibly disappointing, and uh, pure reliability things that we have to uh, get sorted. The the wreck you've uh, you've reportedly said was the heaviest hit you've ever taken in V8 supercars. How much time between the moment that you got you just got the feeling in the car that you've lost it to the moment that it was gone? What? How much? What time? Like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. I don't know. Hundreds of thousands of a second. It's um. Because normally those moments feel quite long to you in the car, doesn't it? No. Uh, you don't sort of yeah, slow down. Yeah. As I turned in, it just went in backwards straight away. So, oh, the runoff there is. There's not like there's any runoff. So it's um. It all happens pretty quick. No lasting effects from the uh, from the jolt. No, no. I, was, I woke up fine. I was, my trainer's here, Phil. So. Uh, I went and saw him last night, and uh, Dr. Carl came and saw me and gave me some meds, so I did anti-inflammatories and stuff. But I woke up fine this morning, and uh, yeah, a lot better than half the guys in here. So, um, so yeah, tough weekend. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.